This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. She's back. The purgatory lady, Susan Tassoni. And as always, the conversation with her never disappoints. Her excitement for the faith and devotion to freeing the holy souls from purgatory, it's remarkable, friends. And she's got a new book, St. Faustina Prayer Book for the Conversion of Sinners. And yes, even though we're talking about the conversion of sinners, purgatory got a mention. Here she is, speaker and author, Susan Tassoni. Hi, Susan. John Leonetti, hi, how are you? Always great to chat with you. You've recently won an award. Yes, you know, it just points to the uh, how important the topic is, John. Uh, the Catholic Press Association awarded it um, uh, the, from, their, from their association, and it's a great honor because you're competing nationwide and, and with Canada with publishers, all over the country. So uh, it's a great honor. And again, it just points to how important that topic is. And I learned a lot about that topic. And I wanted to share with you some of the things I found out about conversion. Out of all the saints you could have chosen to talk about the conversion of sinners, <laughs> you, you picked St. Faustina. Why? Isn't that something? Um, I, I would have never done this, but it was the Marians that approached me and said that, uh, that there, you know, she has the, the message of mercy, but she also had the message of conversion, she, the mission of conversion for sinners, and a mission actually of adoration. Um, and so, um, you know, it, she, she really, throughout the whole diary, you'd be surprised how she, she wrote about conversion. Chapter after chapter, um, her diary speaks of Jesus calling us and her, you know, to pray for the conversion of sinners. And so they said to she, they, the Marian said to me, you know, can you can you do this? Can you hone in on this um, important mission of hers? And so that's what led me to do it. Of course, you know, I always have to make sure where's the purgatory part to this. Um, I have to stand right, up to of my, course, her, right. So you know, um, in order to avoid purgatory, I discovered from her diary you have to convert. And so that's how conversion uh, came came to be the conversion book. John, it's the most. I learned, John. I don't know if you know this. EWTN told me the number one most requested prayers they receive worldwide are for the conversions of sinners, conversions mm. of um, parents, conversions of children, conversions of grandparents, and children calling in for the conversions of their parents. Then I find out Catholic radio stations nationwide, pastors. Um, all all have the same number one request, praying for the conversion of their loved ones. So now we have the most comprehensive book on conversion, and now an award-winning book, which I'm just thrilled about. Jesus called St. Faustina the secretary of his divine mercy. I'd like to put that on a resume. <laughs> you can. You can. I like what you, you send these out. John, I have to make a comment here. You send these outstanding um, messages I get from you. Is it a newsletter in my email box? And John, I'm going to tell you, those are fantastic coming from an author, you know, purgatory author. I'm impressed. They're very good. I hope people well, sign up for you. your I, newsletter. I appreciate that. I really do. So you are, uh, you what are, sticks you are out part to... of the secretarial pool. I hope so. I hope so. What, what sticks out to you most? Of all the things Jesus said to her in, in her diary uh, that she wrote down, what, what sticks out to you the most? 
what you know in, in terms of of conversion, um, uh, it just jumped out at me, you know, because we get questions from parents saying, you know, families, what do you do? And he tells her um, not to give up. He tells us to persevere in prayer, and he, uh, he points out to her how important it is to offer your sufferings and sacrifices um, for your loved ones, because um, he said that if, if you stop praying and if you stop persevering, um, he said, you know, your prayers really depend on his plans and, and, and on such prayer and sacrifices. And if we don't persevere, that we frustrate what he wants to do through us and within us. And so he encourages us to keep going and not to lose hope, to be patient, to be brave. Um, and just what he did, what did he do, um, you know, in, in the uh, garden? He prayed. He was in anguish, but he prayed longer. And so he, he, he points to that. Don't give up. Even if you don't see um, the fruits of it, uh, he, he's in control and he knows what he's doing. And he also points again to the power of intercessory suffering. And he told Faustina that he needs her sufferings and our sufferings to rescue souls. And he said that there's one price that, that a soul is bought. And he says that suffering united to his suffering on the cross. So we need to join what Faustina did, her prayers, her fasting, our prayers, our fasting, along with his. And she even pointed out, um, uh, John, that, that she, uh, she saw that her sufferings and her prayers actually shackled Satan and snatched many souls from from his clutches. So she she says how important it is, and now she understood the power of intercessory suffering and prayer. It reminds me of uh, Blessed Chiara Luce Badano. We named our, our daughter after her, and, and you know Luce meaning light. She was such a light in in her sufferings of osteogenic sarcoma, bone cancer. And she yeah. said when she was diagnosed, not taking an ounce of morphine or pain medication, at just sixteen years old, dying at eighteen, she said that uh, she wanted to feel just a, a, a little of what Christ Jesus felt on the cross. So, so to unite our sufferings there, and you saw the people that were converted around her during that time, to unite our sufferings, and, and everyone's got suffering. I mean, it, it's not something we have to go out and look for, huh? No, you don't. You know, I like what Mother Angelica said, because, you know, you, you hear about these great saints and these, uh, these, these uh, sacrificial souls, and I'm like, I can't offer. I can't do it. And she says, you don't have to. It comes to you, yeah. <laughs> you know, every day. And we're, you know, we're not talking, you know, you know we, we don't have to talk about heroic suffering. Look at the um, Fatima children, John. Look at Lucia and Jacinta and Francisco. What did they do? They offered up their grapes, you know, for the, the poor that were along the road. They didn't, uh, they gave up, uh, you know, their lunch uh, for the poor. They did little sacrifices. And actually, what, what I learned from that, John, because I was studying them at the same time. It was those sufferings that are heroic. So it's these little headaches that we get or these annoyances or the barbs that you get during the day or somebody making a comment. I like what Lucia said. She said, you know, act deaf, dumb, and blind when you get these disappointments or remarks or things that might, you know, rub you the wrong way. She says, act deaf, dumb, and blind because Hmm. when you do that, she said that you're going to be able to hear the Word of God more clearly. I want everyone else to convert, and oftentimes I ignore myself. Uh, but I have to remind myself that uh, though I point one finger out to the world, I've got three pointing back at me. And I think you're, you're a good reminder of this, Susan, is you're saying, look, conversion starts with me. Oh, 
John, you absolutely nailed it because th- this is a great uh, a great story that I read, um, and it's and it's it's in the book, not the story, but the points where there was a woman going to her confessor, and she 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 uh, she was talking about how she was really moved and how she grew um, while she was uh, reading Teresa of Avila and John of the Cross, the works of the mystics, and she felt that she made great strides in her prayer, but in confession, she, when she went to confession to him, she couldn't think of anything to confess. <laughs> so, you know, and so the confessor thought, well, how could this be, you know, if you're growing closer uh, to, to the Lord, you know, how, how can you be, how can that be? And, and basically, he was trying to tell her that, um, or exp- he explained to her that, you know, how do you know if you're, you're converting? How do you know if you go to Mass and you receive communion and you do adoration and you do the rosary, you can say, I'm good. Well, how do you know that? And here's the clue. If your prayer is converting you by making you more loving, more patient, more generous, more con- forgiving, then you can be sure that your prayer is good. And then you can say, yes, I'm on the road to conversion. This is a book that I, I, I won't equate it to it because I know that would probably make you uncomfortable. But in a lot of ways, it reminds me of the Pietà. You have so many prayers in here to so many different saints. I mean, you have an entire section dedicated to prayers to the saints for conversion, meditations on the passion of Christ Jesus with St. Faustina. I mean, the Acts of the Apostles, Acts of Conversion, a novena to the Divine Mercy for the conversion of the world. This is a prayer book that you could spend a lifetime with. It, it's, it's, John, they've sold like over 12,000 copies. There's no book wow. on conversion. Yeah, and I'm just absolutely delighted. You mentioned something about his passion. Um, Jesus gave her, uh, John, yeah, I have to be sure I tell you this, Jesus gave her specific prayers to pray. He, he demands prayer and sacrifice from us if we want the conversion of our families and of ourselves and our loved ones. And he instructed Faustina to pray certain kinds of prayers for the conversion of sinners, and that's what's in there. So these prayers, uh, you know, I did some, you know, overall conversions like Augustine and all the great saints, but there are specific prayers that he gave Faustina, and he tells her and us to pray them. And specifically, it's what, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, um, he also said to make a special novena for the conversion of sinners, and that's the one that you just mentioned, the one that we start on Good Friday. But he wants us to say that all year round because it encompasses the whole world. He also said that his wounds, uh, his, to meditate on his sorrowful passion, that it, it has more merit than a whole year of flagellation uh, that, mm. that draws my blood. So he instructed her to contemplate his sacred wounds, and that it has great value to us, and it brings him great joy. So needless to say, it's in the book. She did it, and we're to do it. And there's one huge big prayer, John, that we put in a big box that he told her to pray, and that he promises that anyone that prays this prayer, we called it an eternal life-changing prayer for others. He said anyone that prays this prayer uh, for the conversion of a soul, that he guarantees he, he will grant the grace of conversion. And that prayer, John, is... O blood and water which gush forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. That's in the diary. I thought it was part of the chaplet, but it's not. Um, it's a specific prayer. He says, I promise the conversion. Father Dan Canberra, we gave his story in the book. He's one of the Marians at, at Stockbridge. He said that for the conversion of his father, he was studying to become a priest. His father, after he got married, never went back to church again and wouldn't explain to Father Dan why. So Father Dan took our Lord up on it and prayed this prayer uh, over and over again. And not only did his father, 
you know, convert and come to his ordination, he's a deacon. And I think it's important to say, Susan, that when we talk about conversion, we're not just talking about becoming Catholic again or becoming Catholic. We're talking about daily conversion that all of us are called to. So though you're still practicing your faith, though you're, you know, you go to confession every other week, uh, you're receiving Christ Jesus in the most blessed sacrament every day, uh, you know, and you're hitting your adoration time, there's still room for conversion, right? Well, Susan? that's, th- these are the things that lead you to conversion, John, because yeah. if you're not, if you're not becoming more like Jesus, if you're not becoming patient and generous and kind and forgiving, then it's not, your prayer's not good. Think about your comments. Think about the looks, the look that you give somebody or the, the, the attitude you have. Those are the things that God is looking at. He's judging your heart. He's judging your heart. And how do you become better? You start with the sacraments, the rosary. Those are the graces and, you know, that, that gives us the strength to become who God wants us to be. You become the one you befriend, and that's what God wants. He wants us to be the best we can be, no matter what faith you are. And, of course, as I said, you know, Faustina pestered, um, pestered our Lord. You know, God loves to be pestered, John. So she, she continually went on and helped her sister Wanda. Her sister Wanda was going off the deep end. This is in the diary. Um, and she didn't know what to do. So she, what did she do? She prayed the rosary, the divine chaplet, the novenas, the litanies. She fasted. She offered her sufferings for her sister Wanda and she pestered God. Uh, so never give up and take advantage of the, of the, of, of our faith and of all the great rich, our sacraments, John, that gives us um, the grace that we need to become the one we befriend. This has happened to me on a number of occasions, and I got to feel like it's, it's happened to you, uh, Susan, where, where you just, you've written so much about our Lord's mercy, where maybe you've had a moment where you sit back and you think, wow. You know, you got to put the pen down for a second. You got to close the computer after, you know, you're writing on this and just think, I, how merciful is our Lord? Getting up in the morning, John, and, you know, saying you're going to, you know, you're going to, um, you know, do better and, you, you know, you, you, you slip. There's his mercy. His mercy is every single day with us mm-hmm. when we try and we fall. It is. It's very humbling. Um, and, and we all have it. We all have it. Just stay close to him. Stay close to the sacraments. Pray the, the rosary. Do adoration if you can. And, John, we have that new book out, St. Faustina, Perfect for Adoration. You know, if you can't do adoration, do spiritual adoration um, sure. at home. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's all there for us. He's given us the grace to become saints. You've got a great book Saint out, Faust- too, John. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Where, where can people get yours? John, you can. I always like to say support EWTN or support your Catholic your Catholic uh, bookstore. You know, first, um, and then of course there's always Amazon and and you know it's it's online. Saint Faustina Prayer Book for Conversion of Sinners. Susan Tassoni always knocks it out of the park. I can't thank you enough, Susan. John, it's an honor, and we're a team, and we're, we we go to heaven together. You know, married couples have to get each other to heaven, and and the rest of us we need to we work yeah. as a team. Thank you so much, and thank your listeners, too. So there you have it, friends. Look, listen to her every morning, and you don't need a cup of coffee. Her faith and love for God is simply infectious. And get her book. I mean it when I said it. It really is one of those prayer books you carry around with you wherever you go. Put it in your briefcase, put it in your purse. Big thanks to Susan Tassoni, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Inviting your friends to take part in the show, visit our website, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti, signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.